Welcome to the Homeschool High School podcast, brought to you by sevensistershomeschool.com and the Ultimate Homeschool Podcast Network. I'm Vicki, and I am so excited to meet someone that I have enjoyed in the digital world and never met in person. <laughs> um, so I have been following Homeschool Super Freak on Facebook and reading posts and listening to their podcast. And this is Jacqueline Wilson of the Homeschool Super Freak. And you guys who follow her know how unstuffy she is. <laughs> I just like, like, what's the mean for today? Or, you know, what downloads right. does she have today? That's right. Okay. So I'm so excited. We get a chance to connect on the digital world and just share some encouragement together today. So, so Jackie, say hey to everybody and, and hey, introduce everyone. Yourself. Thank yeah. you, Vicki. I'm so excited to be here. You're just such a lovely person and really easy to be around and like uh, interact with. So I appreciate that about you. But thank you so much for having me here. Um, I'm Jackie Wilson of Homeschool Super Freak and also our new podcast, parentbusters.com, which we uh, created to carry over more learning. We call it learning after listening. So um, we also, we have parent busters and we have homeschool super freak that are a bunch of different places. You can learn fun things now. Yeah. I mean, who has a podcast called parent busters? That is the <laughs> best thing ever. And it's, yes, fun. it is fun. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. We're having a lot of fun with it. Yeah. All right. So tell us your homeschool story. My homeschool story is uh, my daughter went to, um, she's been in a public, she was in a public and a private preschool. And we were really happy with the public preschool, but I always knew that I wanted to homeschool once she hit quote unquote school age. Um, It's just something that I had in my heart always to do. And she we moved and she went to a private preschool, which we weren't very happy with. And so we just decided to pull her then and start homeschooling. But before I did that, I did, I used to be a college adjunct professor. So, um, and my background is in healthcare. So I'm like really research heavy. So I'm like, Oh, I've got, I mean, if anyone can homeschool, (laughs) it's going to be me. See, that's your first mistake is getting too like cocky about things. But I did six full months of research. This is no kidding to start preschooling my daughter, which sounds ridiculous now, 10 years later. But um, I made this big, I had this mm-hmm. big, thick white binder. It was tabbed with different colors. I made this schedule that was the schedule of all schedules. I mean, I had colored tabs in my binder. It had to work, right? Mm-hmm. So the first day that we homeschooled, this is not an exaggeration. After two hours, I went down to the kitchen. I hid in our pantry and I cried. Like the big, (laughs) naughty, ugly cry, because you cannot plan homeschooling out like that. You just can't, even if you're a planner, you just can't. So that's, was my start. 10 years later, we're definitely in a groove. We do an eclectic mix of homeschooling where we do some courses online. We do some courses in person, and then we also do a lot of unschooling. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because there's not one right way to homeschool. No, you never. Just do, yeah, you just do what you need. Mm-hmm. Right. I think that's yeah. a big fear too, is that people 
want that specific blueprint. Mm -hmm. And it's hard to understand when you're starting out, you, I cannot give you even after 10 years and even after Vicky's homeschooled, and we cannot Mm -hmm. give you a specific blueprint that will work just for you. Yeah. It's kind of something that you have to figure out and it sounds scary, but it's also a fear that I think a lot of new homeschooling parents think is how do I know what to teach? And the truth is you have to start with your, your state laws, find out what your state laws say. And then some States, if you're new, you might not know this. Some States are very restrictive. Some States are very flexible. We happen to live in a very flexible homeschool state and um, then go from there. You need to figure out what works best for your kids. And it is going to be tough at first. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to lie, but start with your homeschool laws. Don't worry about um, if you have the qualifications to teach because you don't need to be a teacher. You need to be someone who can find answers for your kids. You need to be someone who can guide your kids. You need to be someone who can lead your kids in the learning. And that's all going to take some time. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, we were talking about the things that people feel fear about when they think about starting homeschooling. And so many of them, uh, and I can remember, like, am I going to do it right? You know, am I going to homeschool my kids? Right. You're not. Just let it go. You're not going (laughs) to, you're not going to at first. You're not going to, when you've been doing it for a long time, but then the majority of the time you are going to do it right. But there are going to be lots of times you're not going to do it right. And according to someone in your life, according to someone. Yes. Yeah. You're just going to have to figure that out. Yeah. And, and when you get teenagers in the house, according to them also. So yes, yes. But I think that's okay. I mean, I'm a big proponent for letting um, your kid have a huge say in Mm -hmm. how they want to be educated. Mm -hmm. And I think that that comes from very early on empowering your kids Mm -hmm. to give them a say in what they want to learn. I think Mm -hmm. another fear that new homeschool parents, and you and I hear this all the time on our sites and in our Mm -hmm. groups, what's the best homeschool curriculum for insert? It is, I mean, if we had even just a penny for every time we heard that question, we could be wealthy women. (laughs) Yeah. But it's, the fear is, I think comes behind I don't know what to teach and I don't know how to teach it. So give me a curriculum that does it all, but start with what your home, your homeschooling state laws say. So this fear Mm -hmm. is what's the best homeschool curriculum. Mm -hmm. I don't know what to teach is the fear and start with guidance from your homeschool laws. Mm -hmm. You're going to have to follow those. Then my recommendation is don't pick out a curriculum at first. If I could go back and do it, I wasted uh-huh. so much money on curriculums that I saw in Facebook groups and people yeah. that told me and that we never even used. Mm-hmm. So my recommendation is meet your kids where they like to learn, see how they like to learn. And I think a good way to start doing this is do it with a unit study, which is taking a topic. Like if your kids love race cars, Mm-hmm. Take that topic and build in reading, grammar, writing, math, all around the topic of race cars. And that'll, especially in the beginning, it really gives you an idea of how your kids learn. Yeah. Like my, my kid would never sit down and read a textbook 
she just wouldn't learn that way. And if I, if I, at the very beginning, chose a homeschool curriculum that was very textbook reading heavy, we would have had a struggle and she probably would have hated learning to this day. So, you know, the fear about what's the best homeschool curriculum and how to teach, I wouldn't even start there. Mm-hmm. If I had to do mm-hmm. it all over mm-hmm. again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and because there isn't a best and no. you're right is knowing our kids and giving our kids a voice is yes. a way to handle that is yes. that every kid's different. Every family's different. Every season's different. And it is okay to have to experiment and to, to, you know, learn about our kids and then learn about us. And uh, yeah, we, I remember loving unit studies so much. Yeah. And uh, my, my kids were young and we just ended up pulling unit studies all the way through high school, but we call them different things then. Yes. They were, they were still unit studies. We were still just really taking a subject and then throw logging hours and throwing it under American history or science. Yes. Mm -hmm. I'm so perplexed that the public and private education system hasn't caught up to this. Mm -hmm. It's not that big of a leap in how we're teaching. It's just reformatting it. So it's such, and it's so much more fun for kids and for honestly, as homeschool parents, it's a really fun way to learn too. I've learned as much with some of my daughter's resources as she probably has. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's one of the best things about homeschooling is learning alongside the kids. Yeah. And that's why when parents feel afraid that they're not qualified to homeschool is not, none of us are qualified to teach everything, but that there's that isn't the guarantee of success. It's the willingness to learn. That's is, right. Yeah. And modeling and that for fi- our kids. Yeah. And to find the resources. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. I say this all the time. The people who um started homeschooling in like the 70s and 80s, bless them for paving this path. I don't know if I would have been as successful in that day and age because we have such great resources at our fingertips at our mm-hmm. fingertips. And all we need to do is be able to find those. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know anything. I'm not the musician in the family, but my daughter and husband are very musical and they're the musicians. Uh, uh-huh. However, I can find the things that she needs to support that learning. So yeah. that's all you have to know how to do. You don't have to mm-hmm. be a teacher. You don't need a teaching certificate. You don't need specific qualifications outside of what some state laws say that you have mm-hmm. to have. Um, you just need to be able to meet, meet your child where they want to learn and then know how to find those resources. And we all have internet search. So you can, yeah, find resources. yeah. yeah. And, and I found that the older my kids got like through middle school and then high school, I became more the resource manager, you know, rather than Same. the instructor, you know, that's exactly where we are. My daughter just turned 14 mm-hmm. earlier this year. And I've probably been pretty hands-off aside from helping her make her schedule that mm-hmm. she asked for, uh, by the way, she came and said, I, I need a better schedule. So we uh, worked on that together mm-hmm. and then helping her find the resources. But other than that, I've probably been hands-off for mm-hmm. two years. Mm-hmm. I think that's another thing that people fear is that it's going to take all of this time. And I hear this a lot and you probably do too in your Mm -hmm. homeschool groups are, am I homeschooling enough hours? How many, 
how much do I need to homeschool? And that seems to be a big fear wrapped around what we know from the public school system or your private mm-hmm. school background. Mm-hmm. But the truth is you don't have to fear if you're homeschooling enough hours. Mm-hmm. Again, I keep saying this because it, it's important. You have to follow any laws or regulations that you have for your area. Right. Some areas do have specific number of hours. You have to do things like we in. In my state, we have to keep a certain number of attendance hours. So Mm -hmm. other than that, I don't have to keep anything else, but you don't have to fear if you're homeschooling enough because homeschooling will take as long as it needs to take. There Mm -hmm. are some days that we're homeschooling for an hour and it's done for the day. There are Mm -hmm. some days that she's still working on things at four o'clock. And it's because that she's still wanting to work on that project. Mm -hmm. So don't be afraid that you're homeschooling is going to take all your time. And if you are going to homeschool enough hours, yeah. because it's going to take as long as it needs to take mm-hmm. some days, yeah. it's very short. Some days it's long. So really is, is learning to relax and trust the homeschool process. Yes. And- it takes a while. I'm mm-hmm. going to warn you if you're new to this, it'll take a good couple of years not to start having fun and not for it to be great, but for you to relax into it and and start to feel like, oh yeah, yeah. I I kind of understand that this is how my kids work and Mm -hmm. this is what they need. And if your kids are early bird, get up early. If they like late, my daughter is a night owl. And so Uh I let uh her do things in the evening if that's better for her. Yeah, because there's not one right way nope. to have a homeschool schedule nope. or to run a homeschool process. So that's right. Yeah. So how did how did you do when when your daughter was younger? How would you pull together resources for unit studies? Um, well, I failed miserably at first, as I already explained, <laughs> because I had I was I grew up in a public school, so. Mm-hmm. I, and then I was a college professor. So I had a very kind of regimented education background Mm -hmm. and um, you don't necessarily need that. If that works for you and your kids, that's fantastic. Mm -hmm. That is not how we learned. That is not how my daughter best learned. And um, it took a little while to find the resources. I did a lot of online searching. I asked in homeschool groups, but Mm -hmm. if you're new I would actually hold off on that for a little while because not because it's bad advice, but you get an overwhelming, you get a lot of advice. advice. Yeah. People are very friendly. Yes. Yes. It's amazing to have that support, but Mm -hmm. as a new person, I found that overwhelming. So, um, I got a lot of resources. She was very young. So we were Uh starting in quote unquote kindergarten. Mm -hmm. So we did, um, a lot of things like go to the library classes that they had several times a week. We checked out books from the library. Mm -hmm. We did a ton of crafts and we centered them around things like learning about Chinese or lunar new year. And we did crafts with that. So we incorporated different holidays or different cultural cooking Mm -hmm. into, and, and that's how it started is her interest was in creating. So creating by cooking, creating Mm -hmm. by crafting, creating by music. Mm -hmm. So when we would read stories, I would give her different musical instruments and she would make the sound effects for the stories. So you just, I looked to, and let, once I relaxed, once I finished crying in the pantry yeah. and, and then I relaxed into the yeah. learning, yeah. I realized that 
she could teach me how she wanted to learn. And I looked to her for that. Yeah. 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 Our friend Melanie Wilson always talks about relationship over rules. So relationships more important than the, the, this is how we have to homeschool. And that's what you did is you listened to your daughter and you watched her to see what, what does our relational learning look like? That's right. Yeah. Yeah. We're not a big rules homeschooling (laughs) family here. We're kind of go with the flow. And you know, and that, and that's what makes your homeschool special. That's your homeschool. And that's that's the right way for your homeschool to work. That's right. Really. And that's, I appreciate everybody needs to have permission to be themselves. I love that too. And I, I have a friend who's like, this would never work for me. I have to say at eight o'clock, you have to do this Mm -hmm. at 10 o'clock you had. And I'm like, great. If that's Mm -hmm. working for you guys, that's what you should continue to do. You should not do the chaos show that's over here. (laughs) (laughs) So, so when your daughter's, you know, she gets into middle school, what Mm -hmm. grade is she in now? She'll be going into high school. Yeah. Yeah. She's in eighth grade right now. So, and so she needs some other things besides just the adventure she can have at home with mom. Um, And how did you notice that? Like, how did you know to bring in like, like online classes or things like that? Honestly, um, it was kind of part me researching and then part her asking for things. Mm -hmm. So she's pretty, um, we've empowered her since very young age to take the lead for her learning. So Uh we would ask her and kind of guide her even at a young age, like, well, do you think you would be more interested in a math class that was like this Mm -hmm. or a math class that was like this, Mm -hmm. but she's um, pretty good about finding the things that she wants. So we sit down at the beginning. So kind of in the summer, um, of each year, we sit down together and I say, well, you know, if we have any requirements, this is how, what we have to meet. Mm-hmm. I found this class, this drama class online that, that covers the history of theater. And I think you would really enjoy it. Can you preview that? And then she'll bring to me, well, you know, I, we just got her a ukulele not that long ago. Uh-huh. And she said, I'd really like to find someone in person to take a class with. And uh-huh. I'm really interested in archery. So right now it's more um, collaborative mm-hmm. than me saying, this is what you need. We're kind mm-hmm. of been, you know, we're, we've been doing a lot of discussions since she's going into high school. And I do think this is another fear, especially for parents going into high school, is how do you graduate your child? Yes. And so we're doing a lot of discussion about that now. What what does she think? I'm not pushing her to make any decisions. Mm-hmm. Does she have an interest about her future yet? She's in eighth grade. Yeah. Does she think she wants to go to college, trade mm-hmm. school? Does she want to get a job right away? Does she want to take a gap year? Which mm-hmm. honestly, I'm okay with that too. Mm-hmm. So um we've been doing a lot of discussion about that. And I do think it's a fear for parents who are at this stage is how do I graduate my child? I have a little of that sometimes, but I have to stamp it down and like punch her back down, like, Hey, get out of here. (laughs) But uh, the first thing you need to do, if, if you're at the high school point and you're worried about or fearful about what do I need? Am I going to, is my kid going to have everything they need to graduate? Again, you have to look at your, uh, state laws first Mm -hmm. and see what they say for your state or your area. Um, One of the things that I would not worry about is 
following the public school schedule. If you don't have a requirement by law or the requirements for your area to mimic a public school schedule, Mm -hmm. I wouldn't do that. I look to, I actually look to the public school schedules every year just to kind of see, oh, this is what they're learning. Like here in my state, we had to do a state specific thing when she was in sixth grade. Mm -hmm. That was a requirement. So we did that, but I kind of looked to it just to get an overview, but Mm -hmm. I wouldn't follow that for her because I'm going to build a high school curriculum based on her interests. Mm -hmm. So if you're going to go to college, I'm going to check out some of the colleges that she may be interested in and see what uh-huh. the requirements are for homeschoolers to apply there. Yeah. Um, if she's going to go to a trade school, mm-hmm. I'm going to create some classes that would be successful for her or help her be successful for that goal. Mm-hmm. If she's going to start working immediately, I would uh, work on life skills mm-hmm. and interviews skills and, you know, things that you need to do to live alone if you're going to do that. So those are that fear of, am I going to graduate? My kid is normal. I still feel it also. (laughs) And, um, but I'm not going to just follow a public school schedule to make sure I graduate my kid. Yeah. 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 I remember when my first one was getting ready to start high school. And this was the earlier days of homeschooling. So we didn't know many people who did. Yeah, I was in my, our local homeschool support group. There were about three or four other moms who were getting ready. Like we were going to be the pioneers in our area. We got together every week for, for months, like, like comparing notes on things we could find about how do you do this? But you know what? You can do it. You you can do it. Yeah. What's your recommendation, Vicki, for start? What's your biggest recommendation for starting high school? My biggest one is just know you can do it. But I, I, I agree with you exactly as you want. You want to know what the state laws are, of course. And mm. they very often will have things that they highly recommend for graduation or require for graduation. And so those are usually pretty easy to check off the box, you know, like, OK, we know we want to build around that. And then for the kids who may be college bound. We would check local college websites on, you know, what are admission requirements, you know, for things on a transcript. Right. And that's, that's, then you got a framework and, you know, like before this kid marches across the backyard or the stage or whatever yeah. for a graduation ceremony, these are things we want to see. And also we would talk, and like you said, very collaborative. Like we made sure our kids had a, an ownership in it because you know what? they're more likely to do their schoolwork if they, if they've had a voice, you know, this is it's what so I want true. out of it. And I and, think it, it helps them develop that lifelong love of learning, which mm-hmm. was a huge main goal for me yeah. is that I want her to continue to love learning no matter what it is or what yeah. she does. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what it's. And I think as long as we keep the conversation open with our kids and and see what's on their heart, what their interests are, we can gear them towards the requirements for what their goals are eventually. And some kids aren't going to know until senior year what they want to do or after they graduate. But we can go in the direction and, you know, Mm -hmm. get them ready. And, you know, life does not come to a screeching halt at graduation. They'll continue to learn if they've learned to love it. It's a great reminder. It's such a great reminder. And also I think um, a big fear, no matter if you're just starting homeschool or if you're working into the high school years, 
is we, I, I, I don't know why, but first as a society, we have a hard time trusting our kids, like mm. trusting our kids to have a say in their own yeah. lives. Yeah. And I don't know if that's because of the way we were brought up or just it's us wanting to protect them. Mm-hmm. But I think if you shift early in your homeschooling to trusting your kids, having a say Mm -hmm. this journey will be a lot more enjoyable for all of you. Yeah. Yeah. And it's really a beautiful thing to be able to let go of the American tendency to be helicopter parents and just be hovering and deciding for, and to just raise young adults and to let them gain confidence in their ability to think and decide and create their own futures. Yeah. Yeah. I think there's a fear around the academic portion of homeschooling if you're new. Um, but you should put as much emphasis on, in my opinion, the learning life skills as you Mm -hmm. do the academic portion, we spend a lot of time on life skills in this house. And so that's an important thing too. Yeah. They won't always be earning credits, but they will always be paying bills or, yes, you know, doing self-care or social skills, you know, that's yeah. just part of life. That's yeah. such an excellent point because we do look at it as, oh, we need to check this box. Uh-huh. This earns a credit, but honestly, education shouldn't just be about in any form, yeah. public school, private school, homeschool, shouldn't be just about ticking off a box or yeah. making sure that we did this down the list. Yeah. Um, there are things that aren't going to be on your list and it might be mm-hmm. the thing that your kid learns the most in. Yeah. All right. So I want to, I want to shift a little bit because as okay. I think we've got some nice encouraging things, but I'm curious. So when, when uh, you and your daughter record your podcast that you, uh-huh. you do parent busters with your daughter, Yes. And you have video versions of that. So you can watch the interaction. So I yes. want to know how on earth you got a young teen to do a podcast with a mom. So tell me that story. Okay. So uh, my daughter and I have a really close relationship mm-hmm. and we always have, and we talk about it. I hope it will always be that way, but I'm kind of preparing a little bit of myself for the time that it won't be, even if it's just for a short period. Mm-hmm. But um, we have, and we have very similar senses of humor, Mm -hmm. which may or may not be good. I don't know. It it comes off uh, as fun. Yeah. (laughs) uh, And I don't know. We have always, I've always had a very healthy respect for things that she says, Mm -hmm. even as a young child. And I think that that helped build our relationship into being able. So when I went to her and we actually, the whole idea came about during, I don't know if you, we have a short little blip of where we talk Mm -hmm. about how it all started. It started during the pandemic when we would just spend all this time in our backyard. And we were so blessed to have that space that Mm -hmm. we spent a lot of time Mm -hmm. out there Mm -hmm. when we were all quarantined. And, um, my husband and I were telling her all the, uh, over dinner one night in the back, we were telling her all of these weird stories that our parents used to tell us. And mm-hmm. my parents are Southern. So sometimes those stories were even weirder <laughs> and uh, they just had like some weird Southern things that were funny to us. Mm-hmm. And uh, she said, this would be a funny podcast because we use podcasts 
in our uh-huh. homeschool. Mm-hmm. Uh, we use them as part of our regular learning. And mm-hmm. I also listen to podcasts. Mm-hmm. So that was just a kind of a normal part of our routine anyway. But Ellen said, this would be a funny podcast where you just bust things that your parents tell you. And we <laughs> laugh. We were like, we should do it. And then honestly, an entire year went by. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> and we just didn't do anything with uh-huh. her because you know, life, but, um, I brought, I went to her and brought it up again. And I was like, Hey, remember last year when, when we were talking about that, you said that a parent busters podcast would be funny. I think I want to try it. And she was just kind of like, okay. And then I said, you know what, we can, um, use this research as part of your homeschooling. Mm-hmm. And that's what she does. We, mm-hmm. We sat down, we came up with a list of topics. I told her things. Um, my husband put in things that his family had said. And then uh-huh. even Ella said, oh, my, my mama says these things. We have uh-huh. to include that. Uh-huh. So um, we came up with a list. So kind of, we approached it the same way we would learning about something in homeschooling. Mm-hmm. Is, and we came up with a list and we have um, things that we both have to research every week and we record it. So she was actually on board probably because it was her idea. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> if, if, um, she didn't come up with the idea, she would still do it, but she might be a little more like, yeah, I'll do it for you. But I think because it was her idea, it's kind yeah. of exciting for her. Yeah. And she's really into, um, like voice acting and singing and Uh doing. So I think an audio thing Mm -hmm. was in her wheelhouse, but we don't, we have a great relationship. I I mean, do we get on each other's nerves? Yes, we do. But in general, we have a great relationship Mm -hmm. when we're mad at each other. It doesn't last very long Mm -hmm. and we kind of talk it out, but I, I think all of that kind on, honestly, I do think it came from starting in homeschooling and just yeah. listening to what she had to say. Yeah. So and that, that's what that we relational, like mm-hmm. the relationship over any rules. Yeah. 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 She's not always excited when she has to do a bunch of research and we talk about it. We uh-huh. actually make fun of it on the podcast, but um, she's cool with it. Like she's yeah. into it and I'll just be like, Hey, you have to do the research for these two this week. And I get a lot of, I ro- teenage eye rolling, yes, big course. sighing, yeah. but then it ends up being fun on the podcast. So I think she knows that research part, which I think is yeah. really good. Uh, That's life skills. Yes. I yes. think it's a really good thing. Like mm-hmm. in a job, sometimes you're going to have mm-hmm. to go through all of the yucky mm-hmm. stuff and mm-hmm. do that before you get to do the fun stuff. So yeah. I think that that's ended up being really yeah. good. And so she counts, she can count the research as, as education hours, That's right. the, the experience That's right. of, of recording and talking, all of that. it's yes. all, yeah, because yes. all of life is education and that's, it yeah, it's a beautiful way, you know, homeschooling gives us the freedom to try new things. Yes. Yeah. We're blessed that we get to do a podcast as part of our homeschooling. We really are. I mean, honestly, two months ago, hmm. aside from both of us listening to podcasts, we had no idea about starting a podcast, mm-hmm. how to do it, how to edit mm-hmm. it, where to put it, what host you, none of that. Mm-hmm. So it's been a really good learning experience for yeah. both of us. And it might be something that she carries over since she's really into like voiceovers and things mm-hmm. like that's something she car- gets to carry through into something she loves someday. I don't know. Or maybe not. <laughs> it reminds me of a couple of years ago, we, we did an interview with a young fellow named Noah 
who started a, a podcast. He's a high schooler, a homeschooler is his wow. junior year, and he was learning about Vikings. So to make the research more interesting, he started a podcast. And the kid with the chutzpah he had, he would just call up these Viking experts, like academic kind of guys all That's over the world amazing. and ask questions. And then he started a podcast and interviewed these like PhD name brand people and ended up toward the end of, I guess, his first or second year of having a podcast about Vikings. Um, a town in England was having a Viking festival and paid for he and his dad to come over and be like the heroes of the day, you know, like they were the celebrities. Okay. I just want, if anyone's listening right now and they want to take my daughter and I to anywhere in Europe for a podcast, (laughs) just remember, yes, that that you can contact them through Parent Buster's podcast. That's right. That's right. Contact us. That is incredible. Good for him. Yeah. Yeah. Good. That's the lovely thing about homeschooling. So you found an interest for your daughter, you know, you listen to her and y'all are building and exploring with those, those things. And, uh, you know, he did the same thing. So, all right. Now I'm curious about how did you get homeschooled super freak? I mean, for real, that is the best (laughs) name ever. How did you start that? Um, The name came from, we had a small, so when I first started homeschooling, we, I lived in one state and then, well, right before I started homeschooling, we moved, we had lived in one state, but I was doing all the research. We moved and I just met a very, like a couple, a very small group of Uh homeschoolers. I didn't really Uh know anyone. I didn't know where to find a group yet. And, um, it, I developed this little small support group and we used to talk about when I first told my husband going back, when I first told my husband that I wanted to, um, homeschool, mm-hmm. he said, we can't homeschool. She'll turn out to be a freak. And I was <laughs> like, what, what's wrong with that? Like, I kind of I like that. So then I, we used to laugh at my little group of friends mm-hmm. of homeschooling peers that we're not, um, we're just not homeschool freaks. We're homeschool super, super freaks. freaks. Oh my so gosh. <laughs> when, one of the problems that when, that I found, and it's way different now, but when I first started homeschooling, I wanted a diverse group of homeschoolers. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't want everyone to have the same belief mm-hmm. systems and be mm-hmm. study the same things as me. Like I wanted mm-hmm. a huge diverse group and I mm-hmm. couldn't find that online. There seemed to be like a polarizing Christian or secular and like uh-huh. nothing in the middle where mm-hmm. people were talking about both. Yeah. <laughs> like, there was interaction. Why can't we do that? Yes. Yeah. Why can't we do that? So, um, that's why I started homeschool super freak. Mm-hmm. So actually the name just came about because it was something I used to joke about with my friends uh-huh. and, um, I created the website because I was a writer also. So mm-hmm. I knew I could do well in that area with it, but I wanted, um, something that, no matter if you were Christian or secular, or you were a Christian who wanted a secular science curriculum, or you know you were a secular person that wanted a Christian class, mm-hmm. I just wanted it somewhere where everybody could be and just learn, mm-hmm. yeah, and mm-hmm. learn from each mm-hmm. other. No matter what your belief system, no mm-hmm. matter what curriculum curriculum you use, no matter which method mm-hmm. you. We're using, I just want to, and I didn't find a lot of that. So I created yeah. it. 
So the and the 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 tone of the website and and the Facebook feed that comes through is just a very like relaxed and fun. Like we are not looking to be the right way to do it. We are just, we are loving education. We're having fun. That's it. We love learning. And I'm not here to tell you if your way is right or not. I, like you said, I don't think there's one right way. I don't think there's one method. I don't think there's one curriculum Mm -hmm. that's the best. I think um, you can do a little of all of it or Mm -hmm. only one thing Mm -hmm. and be successful. And I just want people to feel that when they come to my page or the homeschool super freak group, or even the website, Mm because I want you to feel like there's a little something here for everyone. And I'm not trying to be everything to everyone, but I'm trying to let you know, you don't have to be one way. Yeah. And that that it's, it's so good for us as humans to interact with all kinds of people. Yeah, It's it's a healthy, it's important for our Mm -hmm. kids. I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We need to model that. So, so tell about some of the resources and things on the website. Cause it's, it's a big site. It is a pretty big site. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a lot of things for newbies. So mm-hmm. if you're new, we have a whole start here section mm-hmm. and it's just questions. There are common questions on there that, um, come up from regular people just starting to homeschool. And there, these are all things I just went through. These are things that I wish I had when I started. So these are the questions answered that I wish that I had, and they're honest. And they're just like this, this is, you know, here's some more resources. So they're jumping off points. Mm -hmm. Um, Some are short, some are long, some are also read this book to go along with it. Mm -hmm. Uh, There are also resources the site isn't just for homeschoolers. It's for educators of all kinds, whether you're a parent who likes to do fun educational things with your kids. We have lots of teachers that follow us. Um, we have resources for that. So like right now, uh, lots of people are hitting up that wonder, the book wonder yeah, yeah. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, page, because I think it's a good end of the year, feel good kind of yeah. um, book to read. Mm-hmm. And so we have a lot of resources on books. We have a lot of compare and contrast things. We have um you just have to go check it out. There's a ton of on homeschoolsuperfreaks.com. There are just a ton of different things you could probably find. What you're not going to find is here is the best homeschool curriculum. Mm -hmm. You're not, Mm -hmm. if you want that, don't come to homeschool Mm -hmm. super freak, right? (laughs) Because we give you a lot of different options and I don't point out one. I do have a list though, of things that we use and that Mm -hmm. we like that's on there. So if you're looking for some homeschool resources that we have been using yeah. and that we enjoy and have worked for us. We do have a list like that on there. Yeah. And it's, it's the kind of website that is friendly and resource rich enough yeah, that parent.com, you. you know, and study.com yeah. has referred to you. So, I mean, there's, there's, it's just a good resource. So thank you. I appreciate yeah. that. Yeah. All right. Anything else you want our, our seventh sisters to know? Um, 
I want you to know that you don't have to be fearful about homeschooling, no matter mm-hmm. where you are on your journey, mm-hmm. that there are many different groups online, Vicky's group, the homeschool super free group. We all have um, good groups mm-hmm. that can help you out that you can yeah. join and people you can get support no matter where you are on your journey, but you don't need to fear starting. You don't mm-hmm. need to fear high school. Anna reach out to us. Yeah. If you, if you have concerns or you just need a little extra, we all need a little extra pick me up sometimes. And I sometimes. find that these, yeah. these groups, um, like our Facebook groups online and yeah. our pages are really great for that. Yeah. So I will put links to all of those resources so that folks can click through on the show notes. It's, it's worth the visit. So great. thank you, Jackie, for visiting thank you, today. Vicky. This was a lot of fun. Thank you yeah, so much. I'm so glad we finally got to connect. It's really exciting for me. All right. Well, I should wrap it up. So this has been the homeschool high school podcast brought to you by seven sisters, homeschool.com and the ultimate homeschool podcast network. We will see you next week. And thanks also to Seth Dillon for the editing.